Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2. Yeah, I mean, uh, listen, you heard those calls of the Chiefs win on 106.5 The Wolf. By the way, we're presented by Progressive Insurance, all guests on the Goodyear Hotline. Good morning, good morning. Morning. What's up, squad? Key talking about you're not even supposed to throw that, right? Like, Mahomes is getting away with it again. Any any quarterback in the National Football League, college or high school, throw that ball back across the field after they take off and run, they're going to get benched, cut, and everything. That's That's the worst play in all of football, but it always works out for them. It's like watching Stephen Curry shoot. Like when he shoots and he doesn't look at the rim and he just has a fling, he flings the shot. It's like as a kid, I'm not going to tell you to shoot the ball that way because this is the greatest shooter to ever shoot the ball. You know something that's crazy? You bring up Steph and Mahomes. Imagination in sports, mm-hmm. when everyone does it a certain way and someone has a big enough imagination, Babe Ruth was the – Bill James, you know, the godfather of sabermetrics and everything, talked about Babe Ruth. He out-homered every American League team one year. But it's not because he was that much better than everyone because when people started swinging for the fences too, other guys started kind of coming close to that, right? It's that he was the first guy to be like, yeah, I can swing for the fences. I don't have to drag bunt. That's what Steph did. Steph's like, yeah, I could shoot from way out here. And Mahomes is one of these dudes who's like, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, but, he, but, but I promise you, nine times out of ten, Eric Bieniemy is telling him don't do that. But then when he does it, it's like, well, you know, if he's open, you should do that. <laughs> but why is he getting – so last night's a great point. Last night to me, well, it, they, they looked like the Chiefs again. But part yeah. of looking like the Chiefs is getting away with some stuff. Yeah, and right? they didn't get away with it in the past several games. They weren't, the games that they were losing and he was turning the ball over, they were not getting away with that. And on top of that, he was being harassed. Last night he really wasn't being harassed. He was able to move around – and his vision of the field is so impeccable. He knows where all the receivers are. And what and one thing I went walked away from yesterday saying as I was watching the game is I think when he does that back across the field stuff is because when a quarterback goes the opposite way, the defenders tend to lax because they're like, well, he's going over there. Oh, I got my area covered. I don't have to worry about it. And all of a sudden he pulls up and throws it. It hurts him all the time because we – we had design plays like 258, 259, which was design rollouts and throwbacks the other way. Ride 134, 135. It's all design. His stuff ain't design. His stuff is just like freelance. And see, all the defenders start to close in on him because he's running ball, that way. That, that, was, that was a hell of a catch. I think it was Darrell Williams that made that catch. That running back. Spot. Yeah. I mean, 50 50. He had 100 yards. I mean, Darrell Williams had a hell of a game. Talk about a breakout for, you know, second-in-line running back there. Uh, their defense has gotten better. I mean, look, they've given up, what is some like 38 points in, their la- in the last 14 quarters. Uh, and we talked about their defense making the right steps. And their O-line didn't give up one sack. Now, granted, he scrambled in, out of the pocket a couple of times. But I think if you're the Chiefs, you're <laughs> – you're going in the right direction, going into a big-time game against the Cowboys coming up this weekend. You go, No, going into a divisional game. Hey, your quarterback's going to throw for 400 yards and five TDs. You're feeling pretty good. What, what Jay just said, Key, is something I've been talking about with the Chiefs all year. 
which is the offensive line, a lot of new pieces. That kind of takes time to gel. Spagnola's defenses tend to get better as the year goes on. To me, I saw both those things happen, like turn a corner last night. Well, when you get when you get forty one points, your defense can play a certain way. Mm. They're not playing from behind. They're not playing tense. Like you literally control the game. And it wasn't like the Raiders' offense and Derek Carr. Derek Carr had a decent game. He was fine. He he you know threw a pick, but he was whatever it was. Uh, I think he was like twenty five, thirty five, two hundred and seventy some yards. Just a nice little cool game, but that wasn't enough. And then your defense continuously giving up the goods, you're not going to win very many football games by doing that. They could not slow down the Kansas City Chiefs. So, therefore, Kansas City's defense can now do whatever they need to do because they know that the Raiders' offense, if they already know that the Raiders' offense can't play pace for pace with their offense. So, now they can just go pin their ears back and play defense. Is this another midseason collapse by the Raiders again? Are we, are we trending in that direction? I mean, the game against the Giants was ugly. Pretty much was ugly. The rugs thing to me was was like the, the the it blew out the candles for them to me. Like in terms of the energy of the team. Then they are no, that situation. Remember, but I then mean, they won. I, but they still, were already up against. Wait, after rugs, they yeah won? they they yeah. they lost to Chicago. Then, I want to say they lost to Chicago. The group then they situation beat the came. They beat whoever it was after the, the group situation. That, then they beat the, then the Eagles. Think, the Eagles. That's what it Eagles. was. It was the Eagles game. That's what. <clears throat> one thing uh, to me, it's no, not. they didn't. They lost to the Giants after the Rugs thing, I think. No, yeah. no, no, that way. No, they, they beat the Broncos yes, no, since, the rugs, the since rugs? I got the schedule up here. They got they beat the Broncos, they beat the Eagles, then they lost, they lost back to back games. They lost to the Giants, and the now they lost thing to the Giants. No, but the, the Rugs thing happened before the Giants. That's what I thought. Yeah, they lost to the Giants. Right, so they've lost twice since, since Rugs. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. Like the, the Gruden yeah. thing, where there's a lot of controversies with that team. The Gruden thing actually gave him a lift to me, right? We all talked about that. Yeah, it gave him a little bit of a lift. The Rugs thing, that's a deflator to me. I think, I think they're. Like blew out the candles. I think it blew out the candles on that team. Meantime, Patrick Mo- And by the way, let's say this real quick before we get to the Andy Reid sound. It was, you talk about um, Derek Carr. It was still a game when he hooked up with Deshaun. It was still a game. They score there. It's like a three-point game. And then Honey Badger punches the ball out. Chiefs get it back. Exactly. That blew out the candles. That was late in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. It was a game till late in the third quarter. Here's Andy Reid on how Mahomes has seemed to break out of his slump. Pat's lasted longer than any quarterback in the history of the game without a slump. And so it's going to happen. There's going to be a little something that, that it doesn't go your way. And it's important that you power through it, stay confident, and you know keep keep firing. And so that's how he's wired. You knew he was going to get get through the ups and downs just by, by the way he handles himself. Yeah, I mean that sounds. Can I tell you, it really it point. really sounds like Steph Curry. Remember when Steph Curry went through that slump, and people were like, "Oh, what's wrong with Steph?" And now all of a sudden, even even look at this year, right? Even though they lost last night, like he is the leader in the MVP race. It's a guy has the ability that when they get hot, it just it just goes. Even that cross when Key talks about him kind of, you know, scrambling out of pocket and he throws a body throws the ball across his body to Daryl Williams. Like, that was a fifty fifty ball. But for Daryl Williams to get that ball, that's what you're 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 used to seeing that kind of mojo behind yeah. Patrick Holmes when he becomes Houdini and he makes plays. That's a key, that's a great point to me. Is that how much of that is real? Like I think of um of um uh, Deshaun Watson in college, right? And to me, even in the championship game, which they won by the skin of their teeth, part of the reason his receivers were getting 50-50 balls, to me, looked like he believes in them. 
go get it. They believe like all that's kind of like uplifting when you think your quarterback believes. Most of the time when it's one-on-one coverage like that, it's either going to come down, the receiver's going to come down with the ball, or nobody's going to come down with it. And quarterbacks kind of know that. Um, Patrick Mahomes has had a gift this year of giving it to the other team. He's been gifting the other team the football. This game last night, that wasn't the case. He had no turnovers. And when you don't have any turnovers, you can't beat your, you don't beat yourself. And clearly with his numbers that he put up, you know, when you go 35 for 50 and, you know, a little bit over 400 yards and five touchdowns and no turnovers, you're going to probably win 99.9% of your games. When, when you talked about Don't Kyler Murray. Don't turn the ball over. When you talk, I, I think Mahomes has another level past this one, guys, because you mm-hmm. talked about Kyler Murray the way it's like handoffs. Rodgers can take chances, but he puts it in a place where only the offensive player can make a play on the ball. That Mahomes, when he's going right, does that. That wasn't him last night. That was that was him. Hey, come on, let's 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 get this together, right? Not like not like okay, here it is. I know it looks risky, but in fact. I'm not putting it in a place where the defender can get it. Last night, he wasn't there yet to me. Very Brett Favre-ish. Very Brett Favre. Be a part of KJM Nation on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed or call in line. We're asking, who's the best team in the NFC right now? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Cowboys rolling. Rams just picked up Odell. Cardinals stumbling. Packers rolling. Bucks stumbling. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football's back, so are the fans return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Tell you uh, how permanent Superman's return will be for the Panthers. Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN2. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. 
so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. I love seeing a dude is happy like that. Like yeah. Cam is happy. Mm-hmm. Like you could, you could just tell. Like I can be myself. I could be Cam again. These folks in Carolina know me. I know them. I know their posts. It's like it just. You could just. You could see it. Listen, you don't know what you have till it's gone, right? Like they thought they could do better. Here we go. Like this is good. We can do better. Then Cam leaves, and you're like, you know what? Maybe well, we had it pretty good. Yeah, and it's not like he statistically went out there and just lit it up. But when you touch the ball two times and you get into the end zone, the job of the quarterback is to do what? Get your team into the end zone. And he did it twice on, on two drives when he touched the football. It just, it's good to see, man. It's good to see. It's almost like a, I don't want to say a redemption story, but it's, it's certainly headed in that Think direction. Think about this, though. You brought it up. Cam comes back. Now, it's a familiar place, but it's a new offense, new system, the whole thing. Two touchdowns in his first two plays in the air and on the ground? Like that's How do you do better than that? The first, think about the positive association of everybody involved, the fan base, the team, the coaches. Cam, you touch the ball one time, boom, touchdown. Two times, touchdowns. Who cares if they're bringing him in goal line package, whatever? That's got to be, like, you can't do better than that. Simple and easy plays, though. That's basically what they said. Give him a sprint ride option. Bam, he hits Robbie Anderson on the frozen rope. And then Cam being Cam, the DB didn't want no parts of him. Big old dude coming at you like that. Easy. I'm just sitting there watching it yesterday. I'm sitting there thinking, man, context, how do we even get here? Like, let's just remember what the Panthers organization did in order to get Cam back because – so a couple of years ago, they released Cam to sign Teddy Bridgewater for that three-year, $63 million contract. They could have gave that to Cam. They could have gave that to Cam, right? He goes 5-11. and 11. They kind of see that he's not the leader. They pass in Justin Fields in the draft. They go back. They get Sam Darnold. He, he's going to get an option next year for $18.8 million. All to come full circle to come back to get Cam. So, yes, I am happy that Cam is there, that there's an opportunity for him to ball out. But, man, that's a huge indictment on the Panthers organization, is it not? Name, namely, exercising the option. Here's an option. <laughs> Don't bring him back for oh 18 goodness. plus. You know, it, it's, it's not really an indictment on the organization because you got to go back from where everything was at, Jay. When they took over the team, they were new coaches. He was coming off an injury. They weren't sure on what the injury was. So it was like a timeline that was there. They had – about $25 million that they had to make a decision on. So it was kind of like either we pay him the $25 million or we release him because we can't afford to pay him the twenty five, not knowing what his foot injury is about. And so when you start to think about it, they made the right decision initially because if they – or they could have probably gone to him and said – Take push, less. No, push the $25 million down. Let's, let's, yeah. Let us pay it to you. 
in July. Let's see if you're going to be healthy, and we'll pay it to you later on, accept it later if it works out that way. If not, but he probably didn't want to do that because he knew he was going to be healthy. And then when he became a free agent, at the time they didn't do – when they released him, didn't do any good because all the teams in free agency was filled up at the quarterback spot. Only thing thing. was left was the New England Patriots. So they couldn't really make a decision on what to do with him because of the injury. Then they signed Teddy Bridgewater – but at the same time, like you said, they move on from Teddy. Then they pass on Justin Fields. It's like, well, okay, because Sam Darnold was a better – at the time, I think Sam was probably a better option, hadn't already played. There was some concern about Justin Fields. Remember, Justin Fields started to take a drop in the in You the, think in your college. defense is ready to you win? You think your defense yeah. is a little bit ready. Sam started off okay with Christian McCaffrey, and then he just kind of just went away, and he gets hurt. And you like, well, let's go visit that girl again because she was pretty when we did have her. Uh, listen, well, he, let's listen to Cam. It's time for Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Here is Cam Newton on his return in a win over Arizona, 8-1 and one heading into the game yesterday. Just a rush of emotions. But yet, you know, I know a lot of people in the, in, in the media, you know, the titles of the newspaper, the blogs and things like that. They want to make it about me. It's not about me. And I keep saying it's not about me. This was an impeccable team win. You know, I'm so proud of PJ for him to, you know, look down the barrel on so many different times and, and deliver the ball as well as, you know, everybody pulling together. You know, it was it was exciting for us as a team to, uh, as an offense, to take turns making plays. And then when we didn't, it showed. You know, it was real sloppy football. But, yeah, through it all, man, you know, I ain't got no complaints. Yeah, listen. I love that, though. He, just look, he look good, though, man. He just looked right. Just talk about the difference of it, though, right? Like, one moment I'm seeing Robbie Anderson black out on Sam Darnold on the sideline. The next moment I see Robbie Anderson at the, uh, the post presser literally smiling while Cam is doing a, a selfie of them two together. Like, that's a, like the I, energy that Cam brings to the table. I look at it now, when Tepper bought the team, as I said, I admired the fact that they're like, it's like one of those Big Ten schools that moves on from a coach that wins a lot but wants to get over the hump. Big Ten school that think, they, yeah. that think they're ready. Yeah, yeah. And, okay, this is good, but we could do better. And, but I admire that when Tepper's like, I'm going to roll the dice here. I think we could do better. So no Ron Rivera, but to me that always went along with no Cam Newton. Even though, Key, the story you're telling – might be right in terms of the details, but what it felt like to me was they're turning the page on that yeah, era. Yeah, right? that was, and that was okay. And that was okay. Yeah, that was but okay. But what they found was, man, it's hard, hard to find a Cam Newton out there. They're not, they're not growing on trees. Hey, Sam Darnold, let's pluck a Sam Darnold off that tree. Sam Darnold ain't Cam Newton. No, it's not. But see, I guess it's just – the, from an observation standpoint, if I'm coming in to a situation as a new coach, new you know personnel, new everything, and I got a quarterback who has a major injury that we don't know about, you kind of you know when you cut him some slack, you well you look at it and you say to yourself, I got to do something different here because I'm up against the clock. If you remember. When, when Matt Rule first took over, the first thing he said was one of the first things is, oh, yeah, we like him at quarterback. We mm-hmm. like him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, as weeks, days, months went by, it was like, well, we're going to start looking at some other Who options. is him? We, like, mm-hmm. we liked him, but yeah. I don't know if that dude is the same guy. 
and, and, and from running a, a, a team, being a coach and stuff like that, you got to do those sort of things, but you got to be right. You can't just all of a sudden on a snap decision. And, and as I said last <laughs> week, I said, well, what if he would have never left yeah. and played there last year? Mm-hmm. I was just thinking that and when you what were talking if before. Yeah. He was on the team. Christopher McCaffrey doesn't get hurt. He doesn't catch COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if? That's why, Key, when you say you got to be right, that's why I said I, it, it comes back to be an indictment on the franchise, right? Like, at the end of the day, because they weren't right. Or, or Jay, do you give them credit because they tried Both. something, they were bold, it, they didn't like the way it was going, and they thought, nope, wait a minute, we're not too proud to go back to where we was. Oh, and have he just worked out we perfectly for them say, to go hey, back there. Why'd you let them go in the first but, place? You know, how many, you know how many coaches and organizations wouldn't do that, though? Yeah. Probably thirty because they did like an admission that they got it <laughs> Absolutely. wrong. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I like. I know. I agree. I, I like what I see, Jay. I like the fact that you can call it an indictment of them, but then they're like, okay, wait a minute, we were wrong to move on from this guy. At least what's available yeah. now. Let's get him back. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. No huddle time. We ready? Yes, sir. 
The Washington football team shocked the Tampa Bay Bucks yesterday, beating them 29-19, which drops the Bucks to 6-3 and three on the season. Tom Brady threw 220 yards and two touchdowns, but had two interceptions, too. After the game, their coach, Bruce Arians, had this to say. No, that has nothing to do with ability. It's, it's all about execution and, and, uh, and, and being a smart football team. We're a very dumb football team, and that's a, that's a reflection of the coaches. The stupidity. Uh, has to go away if we're going to go anywhere. All right, Tom Brady added, and this is a quote, we just never really played on our terms. We played behind the whole game. They played a good game. They had a good plan. Tom Brady only talked for one minute and 43 seconds in his press conference after the game. So here it is, guys. How much concern should this loss be for the Bucks? How concerning? A minute and 43 seconds. That's, what, that's how concerning. Look, first of all, they're going to get guys healthy toward the end of the season. All they've got to do is stay ahead within the division. They're probably not going to get the first round by. I don't believe. I think it's going to come down to the Green Bay Packers, the Arizona Cardinals, or the Dallas Cowboys. I don't necessarily see Tampa Bay getting that. They got one or two more losses in them. But I'm not worried. I'm not. There's no no concern. Yeah, I, I think there's. I think this is the opportunity for Bruce Arians to really get their attention. Right, and I think that's what coaches look for in moments like these, especially for a team that just won the Super Bowl. How do I grab your attention, hijack your amygdala to make sure that you're paying attention? That we need to be better. What he was talking about is they've been dog poop in their practices, right? And he's talking about the details that lead into these games. We lose a game to the Saints. We have a bye week. We come back. Tom Brady, two early picks. Our defense isn't great. The Washington football team came out and dominated. I think they will get back. Unfortunately for us, Max, they're going to get back on track when they go home against the Giants in the next game. See, the, 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 the Tom Brady pick thing is not an issue because everybody's saying he threw two picks. He really only threw one, and that was a bad decision on his part. The other one, the receiver, just you got to hold on to the ball, man. Yeah, they bopped it up, right? I can't believe they gave him the pick for that. Meantime. That's what they do. Guys, if you're, missing, if you're missing three of your top four targets, too, like let's not forget that any other team, they're deep. Any other team doesn't have – A.B., Godwin, or Gronk? <laughs> what do you think they're going to have their best game? I mean, let's be honest about it. Tennessee Titans picked up a uh, 23-21 win over the Saints in their second straight winning performance without Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill threw for a touchdown and rushed for one as well. The Saints are without Jameis Winston, who was lost for the season to a torn ACL and MCL. Alvin Kamara also didn't play because of a knee injury. <clears throat> Here's Titans head coach Mike Vrabel on his team stepping up in a tough game. Some days they're, they're going to be you know, really good and you're going to have, have your fastball and everything's going to be clicking. And, and some days it's going to be a little tougher sledding. And certainly that was um, the case today. You know, they know how to win. They, they do know how to win, and I'm thankful for that. Yeah, they do know how to win. They got a, they got a good football team. I don't know that they can sustain this winning percentage the way that they are without Derrick Henry in the lineup. But they do have a good football team. They play hard. They fight through adversity and as long as you can do that then you get some wins let's let's not forget though they did play the new orleans saints and the new orleans saints are a good football team they have quarterback issues no alvin Kamara. i mean that's and a the saints had plus. a call go against them and they the saints had them. a call yeah so it's like <laughs> y'all make me y'all laugh let's remember the cowboys did play against the denver broncos let's remember the bucks did just play against the washington football team like 
Sometimes you have to win games ugly. Is every game going to be perfect? No, but I feel like yesterday watching this game, there was so much hate spewed on the Titans about all the things that went against the Saints for them not to win the games instead of just giving the Titans the respect that they deserve for them beating the teams that they just beat. They've gone on an incredible run. I know that you may not look at the ceiling to be as high without Derrick Henry, but damn, just put some respect on the, on no, the work on. that the just Titans because, have done. Just because they beat the Bills, Chiefs, Colts, Rams, and Saints in consecutive Thank weeks. Thank you. You want, us, you want us to give them credit? Jay, what you're missing is this. We don't want to give the Titans credit. We want to talk about the Cowboys, right? That's what you're missing in all this. Eight Titans. and two. Huh? They're, they're eight and two. Yeah. Eight they're and not two. a real eight and two football team. See? That's how we go down. They just not, we go they, down they're not a real how eight and two not, How could they not be a real eight and two football team? Bills, I'm, a, I'm just Chiefs. saying they're not a real eight and two team. Now, but key, they just beat the Bills, I, Chiefs, I Colts, Rams, okay. and Saints. So now I'll tell you, they, the win is a win is a win. No matter what the record says, you win the game, you win the game. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what it's about. If Josh Allen just puts his foot in the ground and score, man, but they don't win that game. But he didn't. I know. I understand that. But they don't win that game. Yeah. Then that, they're four and it. one over, the, over those five So games, you but. look at it, you go, call went against him. The quarterback play, Trevor Simeon, yeah. mixed in with a little heel, no Alvin Kamara. It's just like, I get it, <laughs> but from a long-term solution, I don't think You're not that letting they, the W... Sway you going no. forward into Hell a prediction no. that you think like well, overrates them. But yeah, they're the, not going to go deep into the playoffs doing playing with that. Oh. I, I don't. It depends upon matchups. They're not going to go deep in the playoffs. So I mean, your point about Josh Allen because he slipped, and I'm like, okay, well, if their offense was only a little bit better with the Bills versus the Jags, but it wasn't. So like, I'm seeing things happen throughout the course of the league. And granted, they might be clunkers, but it's all about timing and it's all about matchups. Yeah, but that eight and two—if you gave that eight and two to uh, some team, some other like if I said that's eight and two on Kansas City, then I would feel like it's real. <laughs> that eight but two Arizona, on them, what's Arizona's record? That's why. That's why some people Arizona, are still questioning whether Arizona's two. real or not. No, no, Arizona, Arizona's, Arizona's Arizona's real. You could clearly—they just lost two games without uh, they started quarterback. You know what it is? No, no, you know what you it lost is. Two I see the difference. And it's real. What's happening here? I know we're huddling when we're supposed to go no huddle, but this is real. <laughs> Jay, Time out. Jay is saying, give them their respect. Key is saying what a lot of people believe. Not only do they have to overcome what we thought about them early in the season, as Arizona did, right? Because we all had them, or Key and I and some other people had them a little lower than they ought to have been. So now they have to overcome that. They also have to overcome the reality, which the Arizona Cardinals did for Key because they have a baller at quarterback. You want to know what their reality is? A baller at quarterback, and people don't believe Tannehill is a baller. Well, they're still not going to believe it when the season is over because they have the easiest remaining schedule out of any NFL team. That game against the Pats is going to be tough. They got the Patriots coming up in Foxborough. That'll be a tough game, yes. They got the Steelers, and I'm sure Ben will be back, and that's always going to be an ugly football game. Then they play the Niners on Thursday Prior to that, I mean, they got the Texans twice. They got the Dolphins and the Jags in there. They should win those four games running away. They're favored to win against every team except at Patriots. They're favored to win the rest of their schedule except at Patriots. All right. Cleveland Browns got blown out, blown out by Mac Jones and the, and the Patriots yesterday. Baker Mayfield threw for 73 yards, a touchdown, and an interception before being knocked out of the game with an injury in the third quarter. Head coach Kevin Stefanski said after the game that Baker suffered a knee contusion and could have returned to the game, but said it didn't feel right to put him back out there at that point. It was a blowout. Here's Stefanski on his team's performance yesterday. 
Yeah, I think inconsistency is, is certainly frustrating, uh, and that's oh. where we have to do a good job as coaches uh, of, of identifying some things that we can correct, and then we've got to have accountability uh, with the players and, and correct those things. But, uh, yeah, any anytime you're inconsistent like we are right now, it's really frustrating. That All is right. one of the big problems with it, Max, is they, they a lot of inconsistency starts at the quarterback spot, though. <laughs> when a quarterback is inconsistent like that, you're not going to win football games. Throwing an interception and a guy covered by three people in that particular area, what are you seeing? What are you watching? Yeah, they went down the field and scored an open possession, gave it a 7-0 lead. You felt like, okay, okay, okay. They not, you know, D'Ernest might be able to help them out here. But then in the end, Bill Belichick decided to say, you know what? Nah, that's not going to happen. And they ran away with it, and Mac Jones and the rest of the, the crew just took took them to the woodshed. So, so, Jay, the question is, how sure are we that Baker is the right guy for the Browns long term? You've been higher on Baker than some people. I don't think he is. <clears throat> I mean, I, I read a quote last night that really kind of stuck to me. He said, time is running short, excuses are running long, and at some point, the constant roller coaster of good and bad has to stop. I mean, how long are we on this roller coaster? It kind of reminds me of like the whole Marcus Mariota, Ryan Tannehill situation, where after a while you're you're looking for the promise of something, it's just not happening. It, it's it's not translating. And it, it, if you're the Browns, how do you not start looking around the rest of the league and saying, okay, have his fifth year? option after next year but like i'm gonna bring somebody in to really compete for this spot i mean to really compete for the spot because I, I don't think baker's the answer yeah bottom line is i also feel bad for him in this respect okay and now by the way it's a little different mario to Tannehill. Tannehill was t- taken like what sixth overall yeah. i don't remember where case keenan was taken it wasn't sixth overall so it's a little different when you have two high draft picks you know but baker is banged up clearly i'm not saying he's normally better than this he doesn't have his running backs. Oh, the odds are stacked top. against him. So yes. what's, what's crazy is the timing, right? Case Keenum's going to maybe play right as the running backs get healthy. It's going to look bad for Baker. Bad for yeah, Baker. I don't think either one long-term is the quarterback answer for Cleveland moving forward. Uh, but the problem is Baker Mayfield's fifth-year option is is paid out. He'll, he'll be there next year. Now, long-term solution beyond next season at quarterback, maybe there's other options that's in the marketplace. Maybe maybe you trade him if somebody becomes available who is a former MVP in this league. I mean, mm. you, just, you just never know. By the way, you know why I couldn't remember where Case Keenum was drafted? Because he wasn't. Because he wasn't. Aaron Rodgers said he was a little misty. That's a quote after the Packers picked up their 17-0 win over the Seahawks. It was only Aaron Rodgers' second career win without a touchdown pass and with at least one interception. Previously been 1-5 in, in such games. Of course, he's coming off of covid Stats Incredible is brought to you by My Computer Career, Training for a Better Life. Rodgers completed 23 of 37 passes for 292 yards. Here's the Packers quarterback on why he felt so emotional after the game. You know, I just don't take these things for granted. Uh, walking off the field as a winner, you know, it's fun beating uh, beating that squad. We've had some battles over the years. But walking, I think just walking out with Preston, who I have so much love and appreciation for, and then hearing that type of response from the crowd was uh, – uh, just a little extra special tonight. Packers the best team in the NFC? Hey, uh, I, I don't know that they are. I think the Dallas Cowboys are probably a tick, just a, a, a snare, hair, better. Um, I think Dallas showed that yesterday by how they played against Atlanta, the way that they played. Everything was crisp and in sync. <laughs> Seattle's a tough out for Green Bay. 
but I think when you look at the NFC, there's about four teams that are all kind of pick and choose. If you said, hey, I want a, one of these teams, I would take one of them, whether it was Arizona, the healthy Arizona team, the Rams, the Cowboys, or the Packers. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, all phone guests on the Goodyear hotline. We're asking on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed, at Key, J and Max, who's the best team in the NFC right now? Packers, Cowboys, Cardinals, or someone else? 46% of you said the Packers, with 36% saying the Cowboys. 10% Cardinals, 8% saying other. J, who's the best team in the NFC? I'm going with Aaron Rodgers. I'm, I'm going with a defense that is getting better and better and better. Talk about versus Arizona, they allowed 21 points. Cardinals average 30 points per game, fourth in NFL. Mahomes, they gave him 13 points. That team averages 25 points per game, and then they had a shutout for Wilson. And yesterday was an off day for Aaron Rodgers. Look, I, from somebody who's had COVID, I give this guy a lot of credit, right? First off, it was happy to see him on the field and being healthy to be on the field. Secondly, everything he did with Matt LaFleur was virtual in the way they got prepped for this game. He did isolated yoga for 10 days without being able to do any reps on the field with the exception of walkthrough. Um, I know he threw a pick. I know some things look a little rusty, but damn, like that's a hell of a way to come through in your first game back after not playing football for 10 days, guys. I agree, and I think you're probably right because <clears throat> much as Dak looks like a superstar, Aaron Rodgers, we know, is – has sustained the highest level of obviously great quarterback play ever, really. Who's, who's ever done what he's done for this long? So I hear you, and Brady. you're probably right. <laughs> Who? Brady. Right, yeah. But Brady doesn't do it. it. Brady, you always think, but the team is loaded, but the coach. But Rodgers, it's just – that's why I said obvious. Rodgers is like, damn, look at him do that. One thing I'll say. You're probably right, Jay. Key, you probably guys have it in the right order. For me, I'm going with the Rams. I'm going with the Rams because I think the defense will come along. They have, they have difference makers on that side of the ball. They added Von Miller, and, and, and see, then they just the, put Odell on the team. The, see, that's the, the, the issue is I haven't seen Von Miller yet, mm-hmm. and I won't see him again tonight. Mm-hmm. So it's like they added Von Miller, but did they add Von Miller for the regular season or did they add him for the postseason? Because we hadn't seen him in two games. difference does it make, though? It means a lot. I mean, because because of the number one seed and the bye. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So – you look at it, OBJ will be fine. I'm not worried about him and what Sean uh, is going to do with him. You like him blocking in that outside run, run zone, blocking scheme and everything? I do, although I don't know about his shoulder uh, right now. But I, he, he will do the hustle plays, that's for sure. Um, I, I mean, like I said, all four of those teams, man, all four, Arizona healthy, the Packers, the Cowboys, I, I just feel like, the Cowboys are it, – it, it's like a – it's destined to happen. I could just see it. Like Dak's going to have that year where he joins – It's his time. With the postseason Like it's his time. Aaron Rodgers has been there, done that before. Brady's been there, done that before. Kyler Murray is ahead of schedule. It's Rams Dak Prescott's If Stafford time. just wins a game or two in the playoffs, he's in the right direction. There's more time to get well, it Well, not really. I mean, he's got to push the envelope. Well, Man. what I'm saying is, ultimately, he's got to win a Super Bowl in L.A. for it to be a success because Goff got him there. But year one, what we know for sure is he's got to win a playoff game. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. Like, yeah. that's that's DEFCON 5 or whatever. And, and the, Cowboys, the Cowboys is, is, is good, but they also will make you mad because they'll do something stupid and lose to somebody. Like, man, he's, as soon as I – 
start pushing for them to be successful, they act like they don't want to take it and run with it. They act like they're scared of success. You know, and, and they're coming off a stinker before last night. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and that game yeah, was pretty bad. That was a, a bad game, but a couple of teams have a few of those every single year. But you can't go wrong with the Packers. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with Aaron Rodgers at, at all. Daniel. The problem, the problem with them, though, is that they'll give you some stinkers in the playoffs. Yeah. Although they've been to the championship game two years in a row. Yeah. And they're giving you stinkers two years in a row in the championship game. When clearly they were the best teams. Leading into the championship game. They could games. do it again. You know they're not taking the ball out of Rodgers' hands on not fourth down. And who knows? Daniel in Florida is on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Good morning, Daniel. Good morning, guys. Um, thanks for having me on. I want to add one more thing about the Packers. They're doing all this without three uh, Pro Bowl or All-Pro players at arguably the you know third, second, third, and fourth most position, important position in Darius Smith, uh, Jair Alexander. And David Bakhtiari. So when those guys come back, can be rolling on all cylinders. It's a great point, great. by the way. You're missing an elite tackle. You're missing an elite player in your secondary. I thought, uh, oh, uh, Bakhtiari came back. Did Bakhtiari play yesterday? I think he can, maybe he got cleared then. I, yeah. I, I think he got cleared. I think he got cleared. But they have been without a difference maker yeah. on the line and a difference maker in the secondary. Yeah, they, they, their secondary has been suspect at times. But, look, the Packers are a good football team. Aaron Rodgers, like I told you, when you asked me, could he could he come mm. back without any practice? I'm like, yeah, that's easy. That He could take three weeks off and be straight. Although he didn't look like vintage Aaron Rodgers. He had some throws, yeah. though, that made you go. Yeah, you can always the, do that. Those glimpses, yeah. Oh, yeah, he did not play, did not play last night. But you can tell he wasn't as sharp as he typically is. But right. that isolated yoga for 10 days, like that's what you do. And he comes back, and you're working virtually with your coach. It's the only time you see the field, with the exception of the day before the game where you go through a walkthrough. Is that what he said? He was doing yoga? Isolated yoga. You know, for an average person, they hear that. They're like, damn, 10 straight days of that? That dude must be in shape. (laughs) We worked out every day for 10 days. It's going to be people's New Year's resolutions. Uh, AC in New York has something to tell you, Key. Oh, God. Hey, Key, I wanted to tell you on the eight and two teams, you couldn't be more right and you couldn't be more wrong. Um, I'm a huge Titans fan, and you are 100% right about the Titans. We shouldn't be winning. Our coaching is suspect. The team is just slightly overachieving. We don't have the right quarterback. But as far as the eight and two Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray's going to be out of the league in a year. Cliff Kingsbury is not going to be a coach in a couple of years. This air raid does not work. Murray is not big enough. They're going to figure him, figure him out. They're figuring him out now. He's going to get hurt. And I love you. Love the show. Love Max being back on the show. I'm scared that my Titans are 8-2, but the Cardinals are not a sustainable team. Because of Kyler's size? No, I think his size, his size puts him in harm's way. And it makes him susceptible to certain in injuries. In that style of play. In general, just in general, uh-huh, man. Uh-huh. It, yeah, it's yeah, in yeah. general. I don't care what style of play it is. When you are a smaller guy and you're taking all that pounding and beating and twisting and turning, um, I don't think teams have figured out their offense because their offense, when, they, when everybody's healthy, is pretty potent. I don't know that they are ready to take the next step just quite yet. Um. 
the Titans are a, a better football team with Derrick Henry than without, but they are eight and two. You are what your records say you are, period. And I just don't think long term that they can get through Kansas City, get through Baltimore in the playoffs. I don't think they can get through the Bills in the playoffs. You know, they can win the division, but when it when it all comes down to it, will they have enough stuff? Man, my I, man, my man know? said, no, no, no. There's something I'm not going to let pass, though. So. My man said Kyler Murray's going to be out of the league. What? No. What are you talking well, about? I think he's talking about size plus style of play equals injury. Is and I think guess. he's saying. All right, I think I'll, he's I'll saying bet that Kyler Murray will not be out of the league. I'll, I, I'm I'll, I'll make that bet. Uh, not only will he not be out of the no, league. I don't think he'll be out of the league. Come on, man. If he stays he's healthy. He's in the MVP conversation If he now. stays healthy, Key, when you say it's like a he's handoff. He's tied to the coach, though. When you say it's like a handoff, if he's no, he healthy, got, he got straight. That, that plays in the playoffs too, brother. Yeah, he got handoffs for sure. Why one team needs a first time. round bye more than any other in the NFL? Next on Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Out of the league. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.